little bit more time for us to solve the technical issue. So while we're waiting, um, Tasha, do you want to talk more about um, what we are building uh, right now in our pipeline? I know that Homera is launching in a new new chain too soon, right? Yeah, so quite a lot of things we're building um, in the products side of things. Homora, as you mentioned, we're um, scaling to uh, optimism. So, so that's a pretty big thing for us. Uh, we're very bullish on, you know, optimism as a layer two itself. Um, so that's you know, uh, one big thing for Homora, and then also a lot more things uh, in the pipeline for Homora as well. Um, the second product, if if you've been following, uh, we also uh, gave some sneak peek of another, um, you know, NFT infrastructure product that we we built. Um, so that should be you know soon to launch uh, in a few months as well. Uh, we have some you know customers and also some uh, core users that we've been talking to already. So um, yeah, we make sure to to always get feedback as early as possible. Um, so we're at, at the phase of you know fine tuning the product um, according to um, the market demand that we've been getting. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of the um, progress and also, um, you know, things that we can uh, interact a lot more with the community is, is via the incubation arm, right? And hence uh, the, 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 this Twitter space call as well to introduce the new incubator project, um, Contango. So yeah, I'm very excited. We've been working with Contango for many, many months now. Um, and finally, you know, it's, it's ready to... Um, yeah, to showcase to the world, you know, what we've been building, uh, what Contango has been building. Um, and yeah, this is only the sixth or, or the fifth uh, incubator project. We actually have a few more in the pipeline that we're incubating um, and also three more in, in the next batch. Yeah, so we actually like screen a lot um, in order to get selected. You know, we have many, many calls, many internal evaluations looking from different lens um, to make sure that the, the projects we um, take on board and, and decide to incubate are the ones that we really believe in and, and the ones that um, we think are going to be the key player in, you know, uh, many, many years as well. So not just a short-term uh, project. Uh, and, you know, just to give some stats with the recent batch that we just um, accepted, there are there were more than you know two hundred two hundred and seventy projects that applied globally, and we only accepted three in total. So yeah, it was a a thorough evaluation, but we made sure that you know whoever is um, onboarded to the alpha community, whether it's you know mentors, whether it's the projects, uh, whether it's the investors, those are the ones that really. Um, you know, the, the, the real and, and valuable ones. All right, it works now. Um, hello, Mitch. Can you hear me? Hey there, guys. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, awesome. awesome. So, yeah, apologies on that. Sorry for the delay. Um, hello. Okay. All right. Um, let's get started then. Uh, will Camel yeah. speak on from your phone? Yeah, he will speak with, through my phone. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Well, oh, hello oh, everyone. Oh. Um, yeah, welcome to Alpha Community Twitter Space Call. My name is Great, and I'll be your host for today. 
in today's space, we'll be talking about our newest incubated project, Contango, the first protocol to bring expirable futures to DeFi with Kamel Owen, uh, CEO and co-founder at Contango and his team. We also have Tatcha right here, with, with here, uh, right us, uh, project lead and co-founder of Alpha Venture DAO, uh, to share us a little bit about her experience working with Contango and what makes them another of our own high-quality incubated projects. We will spend around 30 to 40 minutes answering questions that we have prepared for the team and Tatcha, and then we'll be opening the floor for our community to ask questions. Anyone who has questions can request to speak and become a speaker to ask your question during the Q&A session. All right, let's begin. Now, Kamal, can you give us a quick introduction about yourself and your background? Hello. Can you Hello? Hear, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, I can hear you. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, cool. So thanks for having me here. Um, yeah, so I co-founded Contango, and I'll tell you a bit more about my background. Uh, I started to work in technology and finance maybe like 10 years ago, mainly building like trading technologies. Uh, I also come from uh, an academic background in engineering, where I have uh, a master in financial engineering and power system engineering. So I started also to play with crypto maybe like four years ago. Uh, I've been manager on uh, the delivery of different uh, technical solutions for both uh, CFI and TradFi, building exchanges. And yeah, now I'm super excited to, to be part of the DeFi builder community. So what is Contango Exchange exactly? So Contango is uh, an exchange bringing expirable futures. Maybe I'll stop there to explain more about this word, expirable. In, um, let's say, DeFi and uh, CeFi, what is on top of the market at the moment is perpetuals, meaning that when you enter into a future position, your future can never expire. Whereas in TradFi, this kind of product doesn't exist, and what you find in other exchanges are what we call expirable futures, so futures with an expiry date. For example, a three-month future, a six-month futures. So what we're doing is that we are bringing expirable futures to DeFi because these products do not exist yet. So what do you see in Contango that makes you decide to incubate this project? Um, this goal out to Tatcha. Um, what is it that makes you think that Contango is a high quality project? Yeah, I think there are, um, I would say, two sides of things. Um, and I can also elaborate a bit more from, from Kamel, uh, why we think this product is uh, a good fit for DeFi and, and the right timing for DeFi. Um, but first of all, you know, I think there's a huge market opportunities um, and the product offering is is you know ready for the next wave for DeFi let's say with the last wave it's it was a lot of you know building the fundamentals of DeFi with you know trading exchanges uh, from AMM people experimented with you know order books a bit and and realized that you know AMM was the one that uh, works the best um, DeFi back then was also a lot on you know uh, lending and, and money markets so a lot of the fundamental things 
Um, but I think with the next wave of DeFi, there's going to be a lot more demand from institutions. Um, given you know the 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 last wave was a lot of validation and also setting fundamentals, which we kind of like pass through that. Um, so with the belief that more institutions are going to come in, um, and also the belief that um, the the type of products are less going to be on the fundamental layer, it's going to be more on the um, I would say you know structured products um, in in a sense, or even like the products that are building on top of these fundamental layers, doing a bit more. Um, you know, different strategies or even more advanced strategies um, targeting the users to be institutions, right? So once we believe that, then we see that Contango is, is you know, the right fit for that. Um, they're really focusing on institutions, uh, focusing on the products that these institutions are used to in traditional finance. Um, and I think um, with the, the different strategies that, that Contango offer, um, or even, you know, different projects built on top of Contango can enable, um, just give a lot more growth opportunity for, for this segment of, of DeFi. Um, so I would say, you know, that's the first, you know, area in terms of like product offering and also like market opportunities. The second area, which is really, really important and, and also where we pay a lot of attention to is the team. So so Contango team, you know, we, we talked to them since the beginning um, talk to pretty much you know all all the teams, um, all the team members, and we made sure that you know the the team that we onboarded. What we really like about Contango is they're really long term minded. Um, they're really strategic and thoughtful in in how they tackle every problem, whether it's you know a legal problem or you know um, a problem on a fundraising or you know um, tackling different product or technical challenges. So the way that they think of coming up with the product, trying to strategize um, and, and maximize their competitive advantage, or even aware of you know, the potential gaps that they may have and coming up with um, ideas of how they're going to mitigate them. Like, I think those are very um, you know, characteristics of um, mature and also a very long-term minded team that, that we want to work with. Um, and I think finally, like the team itself, they, they really show the spirit of Hustler. So yeah, like we, 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 we see that sense and we, we, we share the same vibe. Um, so that's why we, we want to work with the team. Can you perhaps um, share a little bit more about the stage uh, Contango was in when they first joined our incubation program? Yeah, I think um, it was many, many months ago. I forgot which month. <laughs> Time just flies, but... Yeah, back then, Contango was only the founding team. Um, they had the MVP product. Um, the legal entity was not set up yet. The fundraising was not um, there yet. Um, and pretty much, you know, we, 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 we took a, a bet on the market view that we have on the product offering that Contango has and pretty much the team because we really believe in the team. Um, and throughout the whole incubation process, right, we, we worked a lot together on strategizing, you know, raising the first round from, for example, like formulating the, the most effective cap table, running through the pitch, connecting, you know, Kamel and, and the team to the right strategic investors in Alpha's network. Um, or even from, you know, from legal side of things, making sure to, to bounce and share different thoughts on what different lawyers say, because, well, what you will come across is that there are going to be many, many types of lawyers and and there's no, you know, right or wrong in this uh, industry yet because it's so new. So you have to 
you know, be in the weeds to pretty much know, um, you know, what you should think of different information you're given um, to, you know, product or even marketing in terms of how do you actually like crack crypto marketing or how do you think through uh, the edge cases of uh, the product or even the technical um, aspects of things. So yeah, we've, we've gone through a lot. Um, it's been a great experience working with Fantango. And yeah, it's going to be continuous um, journey working and supporting them uh, from now as well. Thank you very much, Tatcha, for your answer and joining us today and sharing your thoughts and vision about Contango. This really shows how we feel as Alpha Venture Dao about this incubated project and how important they are as a part of our ecosystem to expand the Web3 use cases. Now, let's move over to Kamel. So, Kamel, um, what does the futures contract landscape look like? Why did you choose to build in this sector? Right, so you mainly have two types of futures, right? You have like perpetual futures and expirable futures. So, what happened really is that we were trading cash and carry strategies in, in CFI at this stage. And what we wanted to do is to create cash and carry vaults. So maybe I explain quickly what is cash and carry. Cash and carry is a quite famous strategy among institutional investors where you try to capitalize between the difference of price between the futures and the spot price. So it's a kind of risk-free arbitrage and it's widely used by different like trading desks. So we wanted to create this kind of strategy in DeFi in a permissionless way. And when we got this idea, we were looking hard for expirable futures exchange. And we couldn't find one. So we waited, we waited, and at some point we have decided to, to create it. So we knew there was a demand already from this kind of strategy. And before reading really getting into the, the product development, what we have done is to get connected with different trading houses and ask them if they would be happy to get this product in DeFi. And the, the answer was quite positive. And this is how we, we got to the conclusion that we need to bring this to our community. Mm, thank you for that. Um, I think many of us here are quite um, curious about expirable futures versus the perpetual swaps. Um, can you tell me which one is better? And um, especially, why is it better to have a maturity date? Sure. Uh, maybe I, I would start to, to answer this question by one point. So we, we don't really think that there is a strong competition between the two products, right? Like we. We believe that these two products are here to coexist, but they have different needs, and hence this is why there are different solutions. When you trade on perpetual futures, what you have is what we call a funding fee, which is money you have to pay, or you could also receive each, let's say, eight hours. BitMEX created this kind of product, and it got a lot of success, especially among retail investors, because that was the perfect um, speculative tool. Basically, you could put a lot of leverage, and the price of the futures is almost equal to the price of the spot. Okay, so um, 
you pay this funding fee basically if you're on the wrong side of the market. So for example, if you're long on the perpetual and you have a bull market, usually you would have to pay this funding fee. Okay? The thing also with this funding fee is that it's unpredictable. Like you cannot know exactly how much you're going to have to pay or to receive. Obviously, there are some correlations, like when you're in the bull market, you usually pay it, but they are not un like completely like, predictable. So, now, with Exparable Futures, what you have is a product where you know exactly your cost. When you enter a position of a three-month or a six-month future, there is certainly a spread between the price of the future and the price of the spot, but you know exactly what is this spread, and there is no surprise or bad surprises. So some type of investors, they need to do, like for example, hedging, and they need to be in full control of their costs. And when this is the case, you're better to use experimental futures, which are better suited for medium long-term investment compared to experimentals, which you could use if you're like on the short uh, side. Uh, that's the, the main differences between the, the two products. And um, yeah. So why have no builders in the past have built expirable futures in DeFi before? Um, it's interesting to, to, to pause a bit and to understand how the protocol works. So in a nutshell, we don't have liquidity pools. Um, what, what we do is that we create futures by using fixed rate markets. Okay, so when you want to open a long position on Contango, what Contango does is to borrow at a fixed rate, do a swap on Uniswap, and then land at a fixed rate. Okay, so this is needed to like, synthesize the cash flow of a future position. Hence, if you want to use this idea, you will need fixed rate markets. And the reality is that fixed rate markets are very young. They exist like maybe for one to two years. So there is a, there's two things about the, the timing. Is that first we needed fixed rate markets and also you, you needed to bring the idea to, to the space. So this is why we think there was no Contango product before. Mm, I see. So since you, you were the first mover for expirable futures on DeFi market, right? Can you tell me what were the challenges of being the first mover? Yes. Um, maybe the first challenge... Um, really at the start of the project was to get people believing in the, in, the, in, the, in the product, especially like when we raise money. If you try to raise money from investors who are not like really heavily trading, such as trading houses, some of them, they don't fully understand the, the, the need for this kind of product. So that was one of the challenges. Another challenge also is to integrate with the fixed rate protocols. Uh, we're working very closely with both Yield and National. And obviously, we needed 
like little tweak in the way that their protocol works for us to be able to, to integrate with them. It's challenging, but it's working. So we're overcoming these issues. I'm glad to hear that, that it's working. Um, well, you touched on a bit uh, about how Contango work, but um, do you mind going through it again and more into details about uh, FY tokens too? Sure. So what I can do is to maybe explain the concept of zero coupon bonds. So imagine you would like to land at a fixed rate. Landing at a fixed rate for let's say um, a maturity of three months is equivalent to what we call buying a zero coupon bond. Let me take an example. Uh, let's say you're going to make 1% during these three months, and you put 100 uh, die. What you can do is to buy a zero coupon bond at 100, and in three months you come back and you get 100, 101 die. So this is a zero coupon bond, and obviously you could buy and sell this zero coupon bond in the in a pool, for example. And this is what, for example, Yale and National are proposing. Um, FY token, they are specific to Yale protocol, but they are exactly this, a zero coupon bond. So the main steps used by Contango is to borrow at a fixed rate, swap, and land. So if I take uh, a concrete example, Let's say we have an ETH die future. What we do first is to, uh, let's say, borrow. So we sell a zero coupon bond. From there, we have some die. And then with these dies, we swap for ETH. And then we use this ETH to land at a fixed rate. And we get a zero coupon bond too, so another FY token called FY. I could be more specific and enter into the flash swap mechanism, but it depends how deep you want to go into the protocol. Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty clear. Uh, thank you for that. Um, I know that you mentioned about how Contango doesn't have it own, its own um, liquidity pool. Do you mind explaining why? Sure. So the, the magic of Contango is to be able to source the liquidity directly on the fixed rate markets. When we need to borrow money, we just have trader like collateral, but we use the liquidity of the fixed rate market to both borrow and land. And also we use the liquidity of Uniswap to be able to do the swap. So that allows to have like deep liquidity from day one. We don't need to have specific market makers and we don't need to attract a liquidity provider to our platform. Mm, interesting. Um, now, what are the key use cases for Contango and who is your target um, users? Yeah, that's a great question. So, like, we want anyone to use experimental futures, right? Like, the promise of DeFi is to be able to 
bring the same quality of tools between institutional investors or retail investors, right? So that's for everyone. And we hope everyone can use these products. However, we understand that expert futures are not as, let's say, easy to use as expertable because if you take an, a future that expires in three months, you would have to come back on the platform to do the settlement or to open another position if you want to have more exposure for a longer time frame. Um, and what we need also is market validation and the market product fits. What we know and we have already like several trading houses invested in Contango at the seed round. So like Amber Group, CMS, GSR, um, and uh, DRW Cumberland is by speaking with them, we know that there is a need for this product for their own trading. So we want to make sure that our first set of users have all the features they need and the product meet the needs and then we expect also people to be able to create strategies on on top of contango and to be able to tap into the retail market by offering like vaults built on top of contango now i'm reading your documents here and it claims that contango uh, is DeFi compostable? So how does this work and what makes it compostable? So there, there are two sides of thing, right? So we have touched mm -hmm. a first um, important point there is that Contango is using the fixed rate markets. So there is compostability because for Contango to work, we need to build on top of other protocols. And obviously the the, the long-term vision for Contango is to integrate as many fixed-rate places as possible to have more and more liquidity and, and better prices in the platform. So that's one side. The second side is that we have developed the tech for our positions to be represented as NFTs. And what builders can do is to take this NFT and create products on top of Contango. So that's the other hand of compostability there. And when you offer like powerful tools like this, people can create new products, like in the same way that, for example, Ribbon created new products on top of Open, is to create, for example, cash and carry vaults with leverage, or hedging strategies, or being able to, to be part as an LP or farming a token, uh, and be at the same time able to hedge your position with Contango and hence protecting your initial capital in die terms. So we're quite excited to see where this is going. Yeah, me too. I'm also excited to see what's uh, the use cases and um, for, 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 for Contango. Um, now, this question, I'm pretty sure that a lot of us are, are curious to know um, so that if there's a new player offering expirable futures, what would make you the leading project in the DeFi futures trading industry? Um, what is unique about Contango? Yes, uh, we're quite excited to have competition, to be fair. 
<laughs> that would be a nice <laughs> market validation. Um, what we have at the moment is that we're working closely with our uh, fixed rate uh, protocols. Um, obviously, on, on the tech side, you need to, to have like specific features. So, for example, when the liquidation occurs on Contango, we need to have a callback on the smart contract side to, to notify uh, that the trader's position had been liquidated. So there is, a, let's say, an integration part that you need. Um, also, like, what we have is collaboration with uh, trading houses and to offer like, the best quality product to our different users. And by having like, the first move advantage, we, we hope to have like, the, the best product and to be able to, to react quickly when we have to bring more features. To summarize, you're the best player in this industry. <laughs> to summarize, we're the only player in the industry. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, let's, let's uh, dig deeper into the community side of things. So why should the community use Contango in this market sentiment? So obviously, we're in the bear market, right? Um, if you want to deploy some, some strategies at the moment, what you can do is to have like different hedging strategies, right? Like if you want to, for example, uh, farm a token and you don't want to be exposed to the to the, the risk that the token may lose value against die, for example, you could hedge. An easy one also, it depends on your risk of appetite, but like for example, we know that ETH is going through the merge and you're going to have staking rewards, but some people may not be interested to take ETH exposure. So what you can do is, with your DAI, buy some ETH, stake them, and also take a short position on Contango on the future side, and hence you will get like your APY on staking, but at the same time you will not get your exposure on the ETH DAI price. What we would really love to see also is more um, builders on the space and the community being involved by knowing that this is an extremely powerful tool used by a lot of institutions and trading houses and being able to replicate all the strategies that you can see in TradFi, in CFi, and to bring them back to DeFi to be able to offer their like sometimes complex strategies through like simple votes and to be able to make our community benefit from the, the profit on the strategies by simply going on the protocol, putting your money on vault and getting the interest. Thank you for your answer. Now, um, can you tell me about the plans for Contango in 2022? and um, any sneak peeks that uh, you're going to launch soon, and how can a community be a part of this journey? Ah, great. So for the, the roadmap, we have gone public uh, this week. Indeed, we have just announced uh, our race today. Um, what we can do is to uh, launch this summer on uh, layer two Arbitrum, mainly because yield is there. And from there, that will be the first beta for people to, to play, give us feedback, understand how the product works, 
And uh, when also we get the, the security audit results, we can prepare our launch on layer one. Layer one is going to occur with both yield and national. So we expect to be able to tap into the, the liquidity of both layer two and, and layer one. Um, now, we have done some internal research on what you could do with Contango. Um, we want to make sure that people use the product, that there is a validation because this is like a product people want. And what we have realized is that the, the fixed rate markets are not synchronized between CFI and DeFi. And indeed, what you're going to have at launch is like huge arbitrage opportunities between a price of a future with exactly the same expiry date and exactly the same symbol in, in CFI and the price of these futures in Contango. So this is like a bit of a free lunch. You, you just need to take a position on both sides and wait for expiry and you will lock these profits. So we would love to see our community to take advantage of this. Um, and obviously, I guess you are going to, to ask us for our plans for tokens. Um, so the, the answer is quite easy. Like the team is, is focusing on the product at the moment. Uh, we don't need liquidity pools, so we want to see real usage of the product without any incentive at the start. And this is why we don't have a token launch immediately. This is going to come soon. But to start with, we want to see usage of the product. And this might be perhaps uh, quite long term, but um, how do you see Contango in three years from now? Interesting. Um, so obviously, we're we're starting with with what we have at the moment on the on the fixed market, right? Like we have national yields. Uh, they have this concept of zero coupon bonds. Um, there are other concepts in in DeFi to to offer lending and borrowing at a fixed rate. So this is definitely some uh, options we are exploring. Also, we want to integrate more fixed rate markets, and the goal is is very clear. Like. Uh, we have done some work to understand our liquidity. Uh, we're going to publish some research paper on this thematic soon, and we can already see that we're in the same order of magnitude as Binance, which is like a leader in the future space. Okay, so for example, if you stand, if you if you want to open a position up to ten ETH, we have the same liquidity as a Binance already. If we go to something like 100 or 1,000 ETH, maybe we have like two times less liquidity. So what we want is to be the market leader, but not only in DeFi. We want to be the market leader in both DeFi and CFI. And the more liquidity pool we integrate, the more fixed rate integration we have, the best we're going to be able to give deep liquidity and also the best price between the different technologies. Uh, we cannot exclude the fact of being multi-chain, especially if there are interesting liquidities outside of Ethereum. So this is our vision, like to give the, the best liquidity and the best prices for the space. And last question for me before we open the Q&A session is that, what was your experience working with Alpha Wenchadao? 
Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Uh, we, like, indeed, we have, we have been in contact with, with Tasha from the start. Uh, this is back in, in summer 2021. Um, like, the team has been amazing, very helpful from the start, uh, especially when we we're only three co-founders. Um, like, we needed support to do a lot of stuff, right? Like, how do you create the structures, the legal entities? It's like, you know, <laughs> it's a lot of work and a lot of, of knowledge that they shared with us. So that was very, very valuable. Definitely, there is the, the networking effect uh, to connect us with um, industry leaders to, to answer our question. Uh, there were a lot of help on the tech side. Uh, Bruno, one of our co-founders, had amazing experience talking about smart contract development and making sure that we follow like best practices on the on the security side. Um, but like that was something that was very important was the network of investors. And um, I guess uh, I would be talking about this again at some point, but I can tell you that we got amazing intro. Uh, I can remember one day waking up because, you know, we're in Europe and uh, Tasha is in Asia and getting like intro to world-class investors. And this is really what kicked off our journey on, on the race and to be able to scale up our team and to deliver this product. So uh, uh, honestly, like the, the help from Alpha was quite important. Thank you for that and all of your informative um, answers, um, Kamel. Now, we'll open the floor for Q&A. Uh, so anyone who has any questions for Kamel and his team can request to speak and ask your questions. While we wait uh, for some questions from the audience, would the team like to say a few words about Contango? I think we, we can go and uh, maybe on the, the Q&A, if there is any relevant question for a team member, they will pick it up. Okay, sounds good. So, yeah, anyone who has any questions, feel free to request to speak. So um, I have a question when you mentioned that there were some um, issues in integrating with fixed rate protocols. Um, do you mind sharing more a bit about um, what are the issues in integrating with fixed rate protocols? I'm just going to repeat the, the question to uh, one of my co-founder, Agil. So the question is to know a bit more about the issues we had when integrating with fixed rate protocols. 
Um, so specifically, which issues? I mean, I guess these protocols um, at the at the at the start, surely they were still quite new, right? And so during the lifetime of Contango, surely they've matured quite a bit. But it's not like a plug and play, right? We need certain features from them. Uh, to be able to actually deliver our product, uh, the main thing being to actually be allowed to post zero coupon bonds that they issue um, as collateral for a borrowing with a different underlying. Uh, then are the technical issues like liquidations and stuff um, that need to be solved with close collaboration. So, yeah, we talk about money Lego, but it's not like you can do it completely in isolation, at least not at this maturity stage. Um, so, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. It requires, quite a, it requires a good relationship and quite a bit of collaboration um, to actually pull it off. But, yeah. I see. I have a second question. Is that are you planning to expand to other chains besides Arbitrum? Um, yeah, I think we're like, you know, we will follow wherever the liquidity goes, kind of. I mean, we, we're not against um, going anywhere, really, but we cannot decide on our own. Uh, to which chains or side chains to go to because we obviously rely on there being a fixed rate market in place for us to integrate with. At least that's currently how Contango is modeled. And I think that's how we want to keep it, right? So our whole idea is we do one thing and we do it well and we rely on another people to provide us with the fixed rate markets that we need to synthesize the futures. So. Yeah, I guess the main problem with um, most of these um, layer twos currently is there isn't a fixed rate market yet. Like for example, Polygon. Um, mm -hmm. To our knowledge, there isn't one. Like our the biggest two players, Notional and Yield, in the fixed rate space are not yet there. But then again, we keep hearing about some possible competition entering into the fixed rate market space. So might be, but yeah, like I said, we can't just go and deploy on our own. We need the infrastructure to be there beforehand. I see. Thank you so much for your answers. No worries. Thank you. I'm not sure everyone is aware of that, but this Twitter Spaces thing has a bit of a problem with the delay. When you're a listener, you're about 30 seconds behind. Yeah, um, actually, uh, right now, people in um, the States and Europe are experiencing some, some issue with space, like currently. Yeah, I think Twitter has had some problems today in general. Mm. Tw Twitter was down for like a good while earlier today. So... Unlucky day, but whatever.
Okay, we'll um, open the floor for one more minute, and if there's no questions, uh, we'll close. Alright, um, so anyone who wants to learn more about Contango, you may visit their Twitter account at Contango, uh, C-O-N-T-A-N-G-O underscore Dex, D-E-X. And Camel's at Camel Owen, A-A-M-E-L-A-O-U-A-N-E. Or visit their website, Contango.exchange, to stay up to date uh, with their news and um, notices. Um, thank you again, everyone, Kamel, Tacha, for joining, and, and the team also to join the space call. And everyone, uh, see you again in the next space. Thank you. Cool, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.